everyone, and welcome to 1923 Main Street. Home of the Disney Travel Podcast with the latest Disney travel news. We are your hosts. I am Mike Bellobratic. And I'm Amelia Bellobratic. And today we'll be sharing lots of new music coming back to Disney World and a new spa. Yeah, and that's let's start with that story. In the news this week, this is interesting because the Grand Floridian Spa is opening on January 26th. So Yeah, I'm so excited for this. Now, this used to be Census Spa, I believe. Yes. So I'm guessing, I should say, that they are dumping Senses and just calling it the Grand Floridian Spa now. That's what it appears to Well, it definitely looks that way. Yeah, it certainly looks that way from the story. And so what we know is, first of all, Amelia, you have visited spas at Walt Disney World. I have not. Yes. Do you like them? I do. I think for me, it definitely helps that I do happen to be at Walt Disney World. And I think the preconceived notion made my brain. But I think they're pretty good yeah. in general. They're not any worse than other spas that I've been to. And yeah, and also you've been you've been to quite a few Disney spas. So for example, did the Walt Disney World spa now they're gonna it's different now, but was it different than the Disney Vero Beach spa, do you recall, or were they a similar experience? I feel like they were pretty similar, although they did have a few different variations of actual certain treatments. They weren't Exactly the same. And this has been a trend. They also updated the spa at Aulani in Hawaii. But the Grand Floridian Spa, I do personally like that they've rebranded it. As I'm just, here for this. Yeah, as Grand Floridian But it spa. also makes more sense because it's like the Grand Floridian Resort and the Grand Floridian Spa. So and the Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. Exactly. Makes and they're more keeping sense. the Victorian style and the theme. Yes. And a, I'd hoped they would. As they describe it, a tranquil Floridian garden with serene, calm lighting and gentle music. Mm. So... From like the photos I've seen of the plans and their advertising photos, it looks amazing. Yeah, we'll post some of those, of course, this week. So check our feeds at 1923 Main Street on pretty much every channel and you will get some images of what it looks like. So there are a wide range of treatments, obviously, as you would expect in a spa. They have the grand massage, the massage for... Did you guys do a massage for two, you and mommy, or did you do separate things in the spa? I think separate. So, yeah, of course, the massage for two. Uh, I'm not a spa person, so I have not been, nor am I interested in going. But That's I know disappointing. people who go do like them. Botanical lotions and all sorts of fun things that they have. I think there was a stone one once at the Saratoga Springs Spa that, uh, you know, when they put the stones yeah. on you, the heated stones. I... Listen, Disney's amazing, but does it ever hurt your body all that walking? Yes. So the spa is a good release. Yes. You Or de-stress with nature's renewal hydrating treatment. That's in their promo material. So that's a full body exfoliation with a hydrating botanical massage. Would you want that? Or do you just like the massage? What do you like there? Manicure, pedicure, massage, anything? I mean, personally, I like getting like my nails done. And I was done for a Disney trip because I'm taking lots of photos. But also, sometimes I just need a massage. Disney's very tiring. For my tiny body. So they do have, of course, even haircuts. This I don't know, maybe that's normal for a spa, but they have haircuts, styling, the grand manicure and pedicure treatments. Pretty much everything you could ever want. They say their nail spa treatments provide the ultimate pampering experience with exfoliation, mask, massage, and choice of nail lacquer. Oh, I guess so you get a lot in that. Yeah, well, you know, I think personally my perception of being at Disney World definitely makes it better, but I would say it's a great experience personally. And to start it off or end it off, they have what is called the Relaxation Lounge that Uh, you can visit. So is that just where you get your, you calm down going in and try to keep that mellow atmosphere before you walk back out into the world of Disney? Pretty much. Yeah. Although it's not too crazy, the Grand Floridian. No, it's not. It's not too bad. Anyway, 
you should have reservations for these things. They start on, uh, there's a spot opens on January 26th, as we noted. So don't necessarily think you can just walk up. But if you're interested in going, you can yeah. reserve online as you can for many other Disney things. I'm, I'm not sure if the price ranges will remain the same. Yeah, I did not see a price list yet, but it, it's not inexpensive, but it's not outrageous either. It's well, not like Victoria and Albert's. Oh, no, no, definitely not. Which is not a spa, but it's still a yeah. Grand Floridian experience. Anyway, check that out if you're into spas. Definitely we've had, or our family members have had good experience at Disney Spa, yes. so I'm sure it will be great. And next, the Garden Rocks concert series is returning to Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival. Yeah, now I know... I sort of like this. I know you don't love the flower and garden part of the flower and garden festival, but you do like the food and probably the music. I don't mind the flower and garden part. I just like to dictate how much of my day I spend looking at it. So if you have never been to the flower and garden festival, which is starts in March and runs for quite a few uh, months this year, we did a little bit of news on that a few weeks yeah, ago. Sheesh. The Garden Rocks concert series is part of that, and it takes place at the America Gardens Theater, which is outside the American Adventure Pavilion. On Friday and Saturday. Well, they're doing it a little bit different Sometime. this year. This is sort of cool, I think. On the weekend, basically. So Friday to Monday, they're having their big name or names you might know yeah. acts. And then through the week, they're doing local Orlando bands from Tuesday to Thursday. I don't believe they've done that before, so that's pretty cool. I thought to that give, was pretty cool. Yeah, give some local musicians a chance to get a stay to get you know heard at, at uh, Walt Disney World at Epcot. I mean, so if I was a local Florida mu- musician, oh my gosh, would I ever jump at that? Chance? Yeah, for sure, it's a good opportunity. Now there are there's a big theater there, and there's seating. It's right on the water, and you can get tickets for it. But also, if you're just walking by, obviously you're going to hear the bands playing. So yeah. it's interesting, you know the the festival is sort of those. Bands from the past, they're not current big names. And Amelia's sitting here as a 13-year-old. Do you know any of these names as you're reading the list? And we'll go through some of them in a minute. We will publish the entire lineup from March 4th to June 20th in our show notes. So be sure to check that out. Amelia's perusing the list. Have you heard of any of these names before? I'm pretty sure I've heard of the Pointer Sisters. The Pointer Sisters. And then also, I know... One of the people that another person's touring with. I've heard of Billy Joel that someone's touring with. Okay, so that's, yeah. So, so just to give you an idea, if you've never been, these are bands that a young person like Amelia would not know. Although you probably know some of the songs. You would definitely know the songs. You'd go, oh, I know that song. So they're bands like the Guess Who, Rick Springfield, Cool yeah. and the Gang. The band from ELO, Jeff Lynn is not there, but the Electric Light Orchestra, the Spinners, Pointer Sisters, uh, Tommy DeCarlo, who was the singer for Boston, the band Boston, big hits, Don Felder, and who else is here? Toby Mack, he's a Christian singer, Blood, Sweat, and Tears, Ambrosia, Flock of Seagulls. I'm not reading them all. I'm just going through names you may know. Little River Band, Simple Plan, probably the most contemporary of the uh, people here, Herman's Hermits, and the Plain White Tea. So, you I know, obviously know all so of these people. Let's just put it this way. For the most part, Garden Rocks is like a blast from the past. But you know what? When you're in Walt Disney World, it's sort of fun. It's a little bit retro. And How yeah. about current pop music? Well, current musicians are going to cost a lot more, for one thing, right? So it's not a current day stadium packing concert, but it is well, fun. I would really like it if they did that, please. These are bands you <laughs> might not have seen when they were actually 
big bands. They, these were all big draws at one point. <laughs> so that's why they're here. So maybe in 50 years, musicians I like will yeah. show up. So in, you know, 30 years or 40 years, you might see Olivia Rodrigo at Garden Rocks. Is that well, what you're getting at? let's not get too carried <laughs> so away. So put it this way. When you're there with your kids and you're my age and Olivia Rodrigo is playing, they're going to go, who was that? You're going to go, oh, she was really big when I was no, 13. No, tr- they will know. Yeah. They will know. <laughs> they will know from you. Trust me. So we will publish the lineup. It's a pretty good lineup. I do like the Garden Rocks. I've never paid to get a seat or done a dining plan. There are those sorts of things you can do by getting a Garden Rocks dining package and they're available for the weekend dates. So they well, do you know, have a, if you do if you are a big fan of some of these singers, I mean I might do it. Yeah. They have a website, freshepcot.com. That is freshepcot.com. So go there to book your tickets or do what I do, just check out the dates. We will be there for some of these March dates. And yes. you know, we can just wander by and hear who's playing. All yes. right. In the final news story of the day. We love talking about food, and it seems that half of all the news forever for disney is related to food of course it is and there are quite a few more restaurants reopening at walt disney World. coming soon so we're gonna go through every single one of them when they're opening and some of the features that they will have some of them have new dishes so when is the first one opening what is it and what do we know about it chefs from flying fish at disney's boardwalk are welcoming back guests on january 27th with some signature seafood dishes and of course steaks yeah so flying fish not one of my favorite restaurants on the boardwalk there are other ones i like better there have been some changes over but it is mind it it is i'm not a huge seafood fan for one thing yes they have other things but look some of their big entrees are the seafood pearl pasta the so that is really a uh, shrimp, lobster, scallops, clams, mussels. If you sort of like the shellfish type of thing, you might want to try that. To be fair, it is called flying fish. Yes. So no, that's you what kind I mean. of know I'm, what you're I'm getting into. Huge, I do like shellfish, though, so I might like that. And then they have the plancha seared scallops accompanied by savory grits, sweet corn, and pepadou emulsion. Yes, and they also have the coca breach with a delicious vanilla custard. Oh, you're going to you go right to the desserts as always. That don't is always you? That the is best a, part. Yeah, that is a chocolate lover favorite. Mm, mm, so mm. maybe you can just go there for dessert. I'm sure you can. Is do that, that on an the option, board. Disney? I, please let me know. I'm sure, it is. But I think I if I went there, I would do the scalp dish. But anyway, January 27, Flying Fish reopens on the Disney Boardwalk. Honestly, if you're going that week, you've got some good openings. And not long after that, right across the water, what do we have? January 31st. Ale and Compass Restaurant at Disney's Yacht Club Resort. Now, this one is a little bit more my style. Don't, again, don't love it. It's okay for me, but it is reopening. You know, it's good to have more restaurants reopening because it just takes pressure off all of the other restaurants as crowds are kicking up in the 50th anniversary. You know, I'm just personally the fan of their blueberry bacon pancakes. Yeah, I knew... (laughs) Yum. So if there's a, I don't know if they would call it their signature dish, but they do have breakfast options as well. And yeah, if I were going to go there for breakfast, I think blueberry bacon pancakes. And I'm going to post if a I picture. If I were to go there at all, I would, I would post get... a picture of that. Do they, is this dish available at dinner? Because if so, I will <laughs> I also think, eat I it I think then. you have to go for breakfast to get the blueberry bacon pancakes. That is a winner. I will give you that. Mm-hmm. Ding, ding, winner on that one. Yes. February 3rd at one of our favorite resorts. The Turf Club Bar and Grill at Disney's Saratoga Springs will once again be off to the races. Yeah, it has a really good reputation. It is, you know, it's Saratoga Springs, New York style. Walt loved horses and, and that general vibe. So it's sort of an American flavored 
dish. You yeah. know, I'm th- pretty sure there's something for everyone. It's not weird mm. <laughs> dining. And they have a New York cider braised mussels with garlic. I know how to chorizo. Pre- yep, I know how to pronounce that. Chorizo is <laughs> uh, a Spanish sausage. You like it? Oh yeah, I do. Fennel frenzo chili and apple cider topped with a grilled baguette as an appetizer. Yeah. So yeah, nice cider braised mussels, New York style. Oh, now. That's an appetizer. What's the main meal? Well, they have some mains there. They have a grilled pork chop. They have braised lamb tagliatelle. And if you're a cheesecake fan, they have New York cheesecake, which is sort Mm. of a classic dish. So I'm sure they have beef dishes as well. These are just some things they are highlighting for the reopening. It's It's a pretty good restaurant. We like Saratoga. It's a nice upscale restaurant. Uh, they do have more inexpensive restaurants there. But yeah, I do like uh, the Turf Club. It's right in the main building. Yes. And on February 15th, Cape May Cafe offers a little New England vibe where you can feast on all-you-care-to-enjoy buffet with tasty items like a pull-apart bread with vanilla sauce, delicious, beef hash, and an omelet station. And of course, who could forget Mickey and Minnie Waffles. Yeah, so Cape May yum, at Disney's yum, Beach yum. Club Resort, reopening on February 15th. Now, I have a question for you. It looks and sounds like they are maintaining their buffet. Would you go? I don't know. I think it depends. I don't think I'm going to do... If buffets are as they were, I will never do a buffet at Walt Disney World again. Why? Because it's just too virus-spready situation for me. Well, it now, depends. It depends what kind of safety. Never going to do it again. Well, not at not yet. Why? It sort of, it makes you think about. Hey, yeah, really a buffet, like just all that stuff. Like it really, I think about things differently now than I did three years ago. In I terms don't. Of spread. So it's just not something I, with all my dining options there. I don't need a all you care to enjoy necessarily, but it really they depends how they set it up. I want to. They also if, have dinner options like cornbread and harvest salad, seafood boil. And a dinner carving station. Yeah, if you can, some places you're right, you can do an a la carte dish as well. So I might do that. I would have to look into buffets. I'm just curious what listeners think. Are you tentative at all? Or you say, what the heck, I don't care. I'm going right, diving right back into buffets. I'm not a huge eater anyway. I mean, I am. Let's face it, you never get your money's worth from a buffet. That's not true. Generally, I eat a lot of I would say the average people don't because that's how they make money. Otherwise, restaurants Mm -hmm. would go broke. I like a family-style buffet. I think they should continue with that. Yeah, I Personally, like the family style. At least they bring it to the table and stuff. But we'll see. But anyway, it is it is a signature of Cape May. It is back. And yes, you mentioned some of the things they have. You can also upgrade and add snow crab legs and uh, and lobster even yeah. by the pound to your dinner dishes. I don't think they just let that out in the buffet station. But Cape May for us was always the breakfast. We, I don't think I've ever eaten there for dinner. No, we, I don't we think We would go I have. for the, for the yeah. uh, character breakfast. So we'll see if that comes back. Anyway, Cape May is back in line on February 15th. All right, February 17th. 17th. Jico the Cooking Place over at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge. We like Boma, but Jico's good as well. You get African, Indian, Mediterranean styles. Pretty good mix, as you would expect at Animal Kingdom. I'd say it's worth a try for the seafood tagine. Animal Kingdom Lodge. Yeah, the seafood tagine with prawn, scallop, squid, and little neck clams. Yeah, so it's another one for shellfish, sort of like we talked about earlier. But I know what you really want. (laughs) That dessert, the Kilimanjaro. It sounds so good. Now, let me tell you what's in it. You tell me if you would love this. This is their classic work of art. It is a decadent dark chocolate mousse with a pistachio financier, which is sort of like a, a cookie, uh, pink peppercorn meringue, cacao Delish. nib crunch, and ras en anoup. 
Pineapples. I don't know what kind of pineapples they are, but they're pineapples. Is your mouth watering yet? Uh, I think I would like this. Would you? Yes. So there's nothing weird in there for you. Mm, I think I could get past I it. I think it would all mix together into... I've never eaten this, but I think I might have to give that a try. Although, I mean, bad. if you're allergic to shell food, some of these new openings might not be right up your alley. Yeah. Uh, as always... probably the first question they ask is, do you have any food allergies? So that is the news for this week. Lots of stuff happening. Tons of dining coming back online. So that's always a good sign, like I said. Let's start spreading out the crowds and making things as normal as we can get. Hotels open, dining open. It's all trending in the right direction. All right, everyone. Thank you for joining us for the latest news this week, as always, at 1923 Main Street. And follow us along on social media. And we look forward to seeing you again next week. Have a magical day. Bye.